Welcome, my friends, to the Chaos Creed Podcast, where we discuss masculinity, emotional intelligence, and what it takes to be the greatest version of ourselves, then clash that with thought-provoking experience and perspective to unleash the greatest answers to the question, what does it mean to be rebel-minded? The space is here, the battleground set, and our creed committed to. I'll see all of you soldiers on the other side. You ever had one of those days where it's really long, but it moves really fast? I don't know if that's with the winter's darkness. I'm not sure. Um, I do know that when I have the ability to work on my own, as you've probably been told by me, I work part-time doing electrical work still. And when I work on my own, I get to think on my own. I get to process on my own. I get to work at my own pace, and it's just, it's almost freedom uh, when it comes to doing the work that I have to do to keep my head above water and following my passion and creating the podcast and reaching out to people and coaching and all of this stuff. And what's weird is that I had this day and I was almost on edge the whole time, and I'm not really sure why. I don't know if it's past events I don't know if it was uh, like a inequality in my sleep. I'm not really sure. I It was enough so that I was actually recording f- the Creed Standard, the short version of uh, the, one of the Creed episodes. And my dog, he's half dachshund. And so he has this thing where he likes to burrow and, and scrape up the, brink, the blanket underneath his belly. And it's rustling and i'm hearing him in the background and i'm like turning around just staring at him like he should obviously know what i'm trying to get the point that i'm trying to get across and he just stares blankly he stops and just stares blankly into my eyes (laughs) and i pause and i tell him you need to fucking chill like he has any idea he's just trying to get comfortable and here i am on edge with my dog it's it's been a day i think we have those days where we just have no idea where our mind is at how it's processing what it's even feeling uh that was today but i don't want to get too distracted from the episode so let's get to it today's episode is on my greatest fear. And I know the last couple podcasts have kind of been based on my own experience. And I hope that is good for you guys. I hope that the relatability is there. I hope that the story is enough to pull you in and get you to feel similar things and hopefully help out in your own endeavors. So I think maybe my heart has just been all over the place lately and I've been needing to get things out and I've been trying to vent it in a way that is I guess learnable if that's a word Uh, something that can be related to by others so that they can take it into their own power and help fix their own issues so without any further ado Episode 15, My Greatest Fear. My manliness meter has gone up in the past few years. It's taken up a considerable amount of time in those years. Even some of my best ones, I think. 
but it's that unique version of manliness that doesn't include a particular societal standard or status. It's my internal discussion of who I am to me, not to the outside world. There are so many things that had kept me from being my best, and the biggest reason is me. I don't really judge myself on this. There's a hell of a lot of factors that go into play here, and if not for finding them, I would still be the old version of me, obviously. Biggest thing, my dad wasn't around. My parents split up when I was one. I didn't have that guy, that model to look to, to teach me how to be much of anything. How to handle other boys, how to talk to girls, how to be resilient and tough in sports. None of it. Sometimes I wonder if I have suppressed memories because of my inability to remember anything that would have been an influence on me. But something has to fill that space that my dad wasn't in, right? And of course, that would be my mom. I can't take anything from her though. I'm definitely not blaming her for not having provided that for me or not doing a good enough job in raising me. She did her best and she is the best for the position of being able to raise the young man I was. But there's this idea that I've always pondered on because of my own personal situation. A boy can't learn the structure of being a man without the father figure to model after, to see where to build his foundation and have confidence in it. I don't think a woman can completely fill that space that is typically occupied by a father. So what does a boy do? In my case, find my own fucking way. And that means finding a way that can be deeper and darker than it needs to be because there is no strong, calloused hand to guide you. But at the same time, it can be more intimate and fulfilling and liberating because of that aloneness. Saying that, I'll tell you this. I am a man. A damn good one. There are so many things I face today that most men do, as well as many things other men don't that I can do strongly, that I can do with confidence and pride. I haven't become a man that's better than the others. I'm not a god among men, or even a king among men. I'm just a man that was created differently because of his past. The same to be said for any of us. The point I'm making here is that I grew up missing something, so it became my life's goal on how to make up for that, how to get my head above water because of that. I grew up respecting others to the best of my ability. I grew up trying to be sweet and chivalrous towards women. It was branded into my blood to do the best for others that I possibly could. I wanted to be the knight in shining armor, the gentleman, the envied white light. I wanted to be the epitome of what makes the best of us men the best. Along with this though, I also had quote unquote weaknesses because of my natural choice to be the best for other people. I forgot how to be the best for me. I didn't even know what that meant to be honest. I was the ideal people pleaser. I unknowingly put myself in the position of being a servant to others, men and women, not a fellow soldier. I learned how to be a puppy to women and a slave to men. I was only there to make women smile and feel special and men superior and respected. I was never the wolf to protect her or her to confide in or allow her to let down her own walls. Women were never intrigued by me. I was never the mystery. And to men, I was always the subordinate. I was always the man with good work ethic and bend over backward ability to make other men feel at ease in their position. I was the puppy starving for attention, not the wolf that makes his own path. Even in this moment, I'm trying to understand the point I'm trying to get across here. 
I know one of my biggest challenges is with women first and foremost. I want to know how to be more connected to them. I want to have natural, authentic connections without feeling like I'm trying to impress or seduce even. The greatest part is that the more I learn about myself, the better this becomes. But what stands in the way is what us men expect ourselves to be to women, what society expects us to be to them, and what this image is of men that puts expectation there too. I want to find what makes the greatest men great and become a leader to the men that struggle the way I do down the same path. And yet, I was starving for something. I knew there was something that I needed. I just didn't know what that was yet. There are two books I want to recommend to men right now. Some knowledge that most of us men are in dire need of. The first book, and this one changed my life, is a book called The Way of the Superior Man by David Deida. And the second is To Be a Man by Robert Augustus Masters. The reason I think these two have had more influence on me than anything else is that their wisdom is where I am the weakest. Their knowledge is what is helping fill the hole which has kept me less of a man than I'm starving to be. When we decide to lean into the uncomfortable things, when we decide to try to strengthen what we are ashamed of having or being, the potential journey really piques our interest. Once we can get over our shame of being shitty at something, we want to devour all of what it is. We want to know how to become better at it. We want to conquer it, the male instinct. And that is what I truly love about us men. We have this instinct to overcome challenge. Maybe it's biological, but we can have confidence appear from nowhere when we have a drive to overcome something. We decide that we will not be stopped. We decide that we will conquer. And when we direct it in a healthy manner, it can help us change the world. I want men to stop expecting that what they need to be a man is just what they see in their own fathers and friends. Don't get me wrong. I've had other men show me some crucial ways to be in the external world. I've seen real moments of strength and even vulnerability. But because I had a lack of fatherdom around, I had to look for so many other sources that felt real. I think we as humans have a gut instinct about what is truly the right way to be. But that right way to be can't grow without a multi-perspective mindset. Every blog or book I read, every YouTube video I watch that has unique male perspective, it all gives me a sense of something else that I haven't been or a greater confidence of what I have. We can learn amazing things from our fathers, but where we become our best is from the information we seek out. It's that curiosity that makes us our best, not just what is presented right in front of us. The military can prep you for war, but you don't really become a soldier, or at least the greatest soldier, without the war. Potential has to be tested. It has to be experienced. I myself have to do things that I consistently fail at doing every day. I'm too afraid to ask women on a date. I'm too afraid to show them that I'm struggling with my own business. I'm too afraid to show them that I have no idea how to be a good spouse. I'm afraid to show them that I suck at so many things that a lot of other guys are great at. I'm afraid to let any of them pass a moat that I've built to keep myself safe. I fail at even thinking I'm good enough for anyone despite the validation I get from others. But my only option is to face my insecurity. We have to face our misery and our suffering to see how great we really are and to break down what we thought was true. And that's the thing about it. It's not just about becoming better. It's about finding what the truth is. So whatever it is that you seek, whatever it is that you're afraid of being, 
that thing that may even be making you miserable because you don't know how to be it, just fucking go for it. You can't learn it just inside your own head, and you can't learn it from just one teacher. You need all the sources, all the people, all the material to be the best at that one thing. The more that you have on your side, the more force you'll have to overcome it. I'll never give up. I'll never let the lesser version of me win. It may win most of the battles, but my resilience will win the war. I believe in you to do the same. I know you can, and I know you will. Until next time, my friends. Stay strong and stay rebel-minded. Love you. What's up, Creed Soldiers? Are you loving the podcast? Has any of the content helped you or inspired you? Better yet, do you have any stories of your own that you'd love to have talked about on the podcast? Do you have something that is just dying to have a voice? I love making real connections with real people. Make sure to write in and share your story or your support for the Creed. I love building an army of people that want to share their gifts and their voice. I promise you, now is better than ever. The world deserves to hear you, and you get the choice every day to make yourself known. Contact and share with me on Instagram, IG handle, at Creed Soldier, and you can send me a personal email at Zachary at ChaosCreed.com. That's Zachary, Z-A-C-K-A-R-Y, at ChaosCreed, both with a K, dot com. And if you or someone you know is tired of suppressing your real self, wants to find your potential, and commit to the rebel-minded mindset, you can contact me for coaching and scheduling at chaoscreed.com slash takeaction. And if you haven't already, like, share to friends, and hit the follow button for the Chaos Creed podcast so you know when every new episode and interview has gone from my mic to your speaker. See you soon, soldiers.